But I want to talk about you saying crank the music down because you don't really crank anything down, right? It's always cranking up. It doesn't fucking matter. I said down. That was the ending part. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Are you already fucking starting to get attitude with me? <laughs> no. I just never heard anybody talk about cranking it down. You know? What do you say? Dial it back. No, but you go, you crank the music up. You push the music down. Step on it. Step on the music. Step, step on it. Step on it sounds like you're running away from a But you step on the gas and that pushes the pedal down. Right. But then you go faster. It's very interesting. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. You're talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing Kim Thielen Woo! wheel and dealing living the right jet flying son of a gun. Hello. I like how you throw the hello in right in the middle of the intro. It's Ric Flair, dude. You don't interrupt Ric Flair. I thought you were going to do some like editing stuff after the fact. I didn't know my mic was on. I mean, I can edit it. Do you want me to? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome back to the Semi-Friendly Podcast. I'm your host, Austin, followed by my... Uh, uh, what, do I, what should I describe you as this week? Alert? I'm feeling a little bit more, um, what's the word, and not involved, but a little bit more uh, engaged. engaged. I'm a little bit more engaged. Did you know the word engaged before Jean-Luc Picard? The, was he the first one to talk about phasers and shields and shit? And no, but use? we were little kids when that show was popular, so. I love Next Generation, dude. It's so good. Who's the best character? I like Data. I like Data, too, but. Uh, I feel like he's everybody's go-to. You know what? I like the the second in command, the dude with the beard. Riker. Riker. William Riker, right? Yeah, because he, he reminded me of my uncle, and me and my uncle watched every single episode of Next Generation. And I was like seven. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, same here. I, I watched every episode with my uncle as well. Oh, really? So that's like the cool uncle show. Yeah. Well, was your uncle cool? Yeah, he was pretty cool. Mine was, it was Uncle Jay. And what I don't even know if he knew what he was watching, but we were watching some Star Trek. <laughs> I remember this one episode. Uh, it started the fear. My entire life, fear. I guess it's disgusting. There's one episode where this guy gets sick. There's like a virus on the on the ship, and his arm, like forearm, is translucent. Do you remember this at all? No. Like he's starting to go like invisible skin, kind of. It's really gross. But um, they're looking at it and they're examining it, and it's a honeycomb. Ugh. What? It's a honeycomb yeah. underneath his skin, like, a, 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 and a worm goes from one hole to the other, like loops over over the honey. I'm comes out of the dude. skin. It's so gross. It yeah. comes out of the skin. To no, do that? it's under the skin. Oh, okay. The honeycomb, and there's like a, the worm is the infection. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm getting like hairs on that, the back of my neck. That show was so long ago. I don't. I don't remember much. I just remember when that whole robot race or whatever the borg the borg cyborg and it, yeah. and it was like the bad guy or like the the boss in a in a video game where sometimes you you face them early in the game but you can't beat them yeah they just smoke you yeah yeah and so then you're like okay i gotta work my way up to it but it felt like those guys were perpetually first stage boss fight because it seems like no matter what you the borg always won they adapted Right, like everything they would do, they would just be like, "No, they were that they were that kid who never lost in like cowboys in India." When you're growing up, like playing guns, that's what me and my brother called it. Oh, you, I got you, I got yeah. you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, I got yeah, the yeah. shield. No, no, you didn't. Yeah. I, I got a shotgun. Yeah, that's, that's the war. So we're started. This is already the podcast. Yeah, we're in. We're in it. Okay. Are you not happy with how this? No, is No, going? no, no. Hold on. I gotta sample that. You know what that sounded like? That sounded like your little brother popping open a fresh can of Fresca. <laughs> God. All right. Well, right, got the micheladas going now. Michelada. Cheers. Round two. We got some Modelo chaladas. I got the limon y sal again. And what is yours called? Chalada especial. What does that mean in Spanish? I don't know. Special. Special chalada. <laughs> I don't. Uh, there's nothing funny I could say about that. You, you, I saw the but, gears turning. You were like, 
There's I got nothing. nothing. There's nothing. The tiger Look. jumps over the moon. <laughs> Where can I put this? Piece of gum? Stick it under the table. I'm not sticking it under your table. Stick it under the table. We'll get it later. One of the kids will find it as an extra surprise. All right, I'm sticking it under the table. I felt I felt like a fucking criminal doing that. I never did that as a kid. Why would I do that now? You paid for this table. I know who owns this. I just defaced My wife property. paid for the table, so that's, really, <laughs> that's none of my business. Well, speaking of wives, I wanted to get into this real quick. So uh, today, while recording this podcast, you know, obviously we we communicate outside of this medium. I had texted codes this morning to ask if I could bring my lovely wife along because she didn't join us last week and she wanted to get out of the house and and see some friends. And so <laughs> you're just mean mugging me. What do you? What did you say when I said, "Hey, can I bring my wife along? She'd like to get out of the house and see you guys." No, you started off with, "Well, can my wife come?" I said, "Of course she wants to come." <laughs> and why? And you started laughing, and I said, that's what they do. That's what wives do. They have to be involved. <laughs> Whereas if I were going to, if she was going to go do something, I wouldn't ask my wife if I could go. Right. So you're saying no matter what I was going to be doing. It could have been anything. My wife was like, hey, can I come along too? Yeah. That's you, just how they roll. You could have been going to get a colonoscopy or something, and she said, I, I want to go. You know what I mean? I'll wait in the lobby. You think, so what is it about that? They just don't want to let you out of their sights? They love you, man. They <laughs> want to be around you because they care for you. That's it? Just the love is so strong? Or, so we don't love them enough? Is that what you're saying? Tread lightly. <laughs> they were, there Tread it is. I lightly. Trying, I, I wanted to see how far I could and get. I'm not stepping on that. It was just so funny. You're, you're, you're just like, that's, that's just what wives do, man. They got to be involved. Yeah, they they just they want to be in it. <laughs> they got they got to be a part of it. Can we make that shirt now? Wives, they got to be in it. They got to be in they it. They got to be in it, man. So let's talk about. You said that you have. Are you? What are you doing? I'm pulling up my notes. Oh, well, I thought you were checking emails. Already. What are you, my wife? I thought you, you got to get involved with this. I too. thought you were checking emails. I'm not checking emails. Okay. I was my notes. I take notes on my smart device throughout the week, and I reminded you a bunch of times. I said, "Hey, codes." Don't forget that notebook, because you said that you didn't want to use your phone to take notes for this week. And so you said to remind you about the notebook, and I did. And I didn't. <laughs> I didn't use the notebook. At all. I get here, and he doesn't even know where it is. It's in the same spot it was this last week. Blank, he didn't even touch it. Blank page. Blank page. So did you have a story about our newfound fame? I I just wanted to ask you what, what your newfound fame felt like, because mine has been nonstop texts and emails. Oh, you're so great. Oh, my God, you guys are so funny. This is the best podcast I've ever heard. Stuff like that. But it's already gotten so regular that I think I'm taking it for granted. I have not got those texts. <laughs> That's weird. I guess because I haven't. Well, you haven't attached yourself yeah. to the project. You've you've decided to go by a, uh, a it, secret name, an alias. Yeah, I got alias going. It's nice to have the all you know people saying that's nice and stuff like that. And then, you, like you said, you start to get a little bit of a big head or even though we haven't really gotten anywhere, I mean, this is still oh, just, we've gotten this, everywhere. This is still just friends and you know, family, pretty much listening. Yeah, I mean, our audience isn't the only people I've talked. My sisters, both my sisters were like, eh, you know, one liked it, one didn't so much. Shout out, yeah, right? Sister didn't like it, we'll turn you. But so what I wanted to talk about was I let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> it's all right, we I, can edit this. What I want to talk about is uh, I first I want to start with a story. So Ooh. this was probably about. Five, five, six years ago, uh, where I work, um, there was a train station that I would would take, and I would have to cross the street to get to my place of business. There's a crosswalk, or you can cross the street, and I would usually cross the street because man, jaywalk, because I'm a man, you know. So uh, one time I was crossing the street, and I felt like a uh, like a rock hit me. I felt like a rock hit me in the back of the head. And then in the back of your head, in the back of my head, and I was crossing the island divider, concrete divide, you know, and some of them have grass and trees and stuff. This one had trees. So I was crossing the divider and I felt something hit me in the back of the head. I was like, uh, you know, maybe an acorn fell from the tree or, you know, whatever. Hard shit. Yeah. And so I felt it again and I was like, damn, is it windy? You know, why is this shit hit me? And then um, I felt it again third time, but it was strong as shit. And I look up, and it's a bird swooping in and pecking the back of my head. Are you serious? Just attacking you? Yes. And I freak the fuck out. 
<laughs> I had no idea what to do. So my instinct is to take my backpack off and start swinging my backpack at this fucking bird swooping down. Is there a video of this somewhere, please? Let me finish. <laughs> so I'm crossing this. Well, you know, I was in the process of crossing the street. This bird started pecking at me. So I'm freaking out, swinging the backpack at the bird. This whole transaction progressed out into the middle of the street. Oncoming cars coming down the street. No. Honking at me as I'm swinging my backpack at a bird. Can they even see the bird? Or is it like no, a probably really not. Small bird? It, well, I mean, it would go to its it's it would go because it's probably protecting a, a nest or something. It would go to the tree, swoop back down, give me a one time on the head, go back up, right? Just trying so, to let you know. Like. Yeah, and so I almost got hit by a car, and then so finally I just crossed the street. You know, the bird was done with me. It said, you know, I'll catch you next time or whatever. <laughs> so I told that story to tell this story. I was sitting on the train. And someone was staring at me, and, you know, we've been we've been worrying about this podcast or, you know, thinking about it, talking about it a lot lately. And so I thought maybe, I don't know how, because I haven't really told anybody about the podcast, but I thought maybe this person, like, you know, somehow was a friend of a friend or something. I mean, it was somebody from where I work. It was a coworker, but um, they were looking at me, and I wanted to be like, you heard the podcast, huh? Yeah, you, you know, but you know I did, but I didn't. So I just looked back at them, and they were looking at me. And then I finally was like, "What's up?" And they're like, "I don't know if you remember this, but five <gasps> years ago, I saw you when I was walking to the train from our place of business, swinging a backpack like a madman <laughs> in the middle of the street." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, e see, there was this bird ego deflated." I was like. These guys, you know, I'm starting to pick up steam. They just wanted to remind me that I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, they just checked. Uh, yeah. The universe had to check in and go. And hey. I was I was stoked, too. I was like, dude, this is it. It's fucking starting. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is this is how it's going to go. This is how it's going to be from now on. I'm like, I'm going to get recognized. Kind of a big deal now. <laughs> no. Everybody that looks at me knows that I'm the guy from the podcast that won't reveal his real name. Right. But they know what I look like and who I yeah, am. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they know who I associate <laughs> and they know what I look like. So, yeah. Uh, Can we get video of that bird attacking you? That happened. Man, I put it on Facebook when it happened a long time ago. I need to dig up the details and see if I told the story differently. But it did. It for real happened. I, got, I almost got hit by a car. How bad would you have felt if that's what got you? Like you're up at the gates of heaven and they're like... All right, next. How'd you go? Man, there's a couple of times that that fucking street almost got me because one time it's I, a wide street, right? It's a major thoroughfare. It's like three in, or four in, lanes in downtown each Dallas. Each way, right? Yeah, yeah. One time I was crossing the street and there they were building this new new facility, so there was a driveway going in, but it was only like a you know a quarter driveway. It didn't it didn't go out, um, and so a car. I was walking across that driveway. And then a car pulled into it. So he's like half in the street. And he's like, hey, man, do you want to buy these tools? He's like, I got a drill, a saw. <laughs> and this is, down, this is downtown Dallas. Just you know what rolling I mean? up yeah. on you like, hey, I got and this power drill. You know, he's driving like a 92 uh, Chevy Malibu. So you already know what's up. Yeah, I, I picked up pretty quick on what was going down. But he's like, yeah, you know, I got these. I just I don't need them anymore. You know, and I was like, dude, to be honest with you, I don't need any fucking tools. <laughs> I'm I'm straight on the tool situation. You do look like a guy who has I got a tools. collection of tools. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, he didn't make the wrong move. Yeah, I guess so. But um, I I informed him I wasn't in the the market for you know a new tool, and he's like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. He's like, hey, um, if you want, you can give me twenty bucks and we can smoke this rock. <laughs> and it was it wasn't like crack because that's like the cool thing. Yeah, I think it was. I don't. I'm not well versed in in a lot of those uh, narcotics, but I think it was meth. And he was like, we well, can... $20. Yeah, and then. he's like, but this is like, you know, $100 rock or whatever. You know, he's like, but we can... If you give me 20 you can get in on this. And I go, nah, man. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no to the tools. No to the meth. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't want anything to do with and you, And I'm sir. wearing a fucking... I'm wearing a, a business polo and khakis, and I got a little name badge. You know what I mean? I'm like... It says Prime Meth Candidate on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... I'm straight, dude. No thanks to the Saul. No thanks to the Rock. Carry on. How do you get to that point in life 
where you drive around in a 20-year-old Chevy Malibu selling tools and trying to get people to smoke meth with you? Dude, that's what's downtown Dallas. Um, I've got so many stories from just... And There's I a lot the, of that? Oh, just weird. It's because, like, City. when you have nothing left to lose, your inhibitions, you know what I mean? Like, you um, getting turned down for something... It's no big deal. Reject, yeah, rejection isn't a big deal. You know what? You're right about that. Because whenever I get solicited for sketchy propositions and you tell them no, it's not like if I asked you, like, hey, do you want to go to see this concert with me? And you said no. I'd be like, oh, man. Right. I'd be like, well, what did I do? You know, like you get in your head a little bit. Those those people. It's because they're fishing. Yeah. They, they, they only need that great salespeople. One out of ten is yeah, all they need. That's it. They know. They're like, all right, I got ten lines. In on the to water. the next one. Not going to waste my breath on you. Yeah. And they don't even get offended. They go, that's straight. That's like, cool. yeah, you're probably right. That is a horrible idea. Anyway, I'm going to go get 20 bucks from this next dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go smoke rocks with that guy with the khaki pants on and a badge on. Yeah. And you know what? That means somebody that looks like you has said yes to him once. And I feel like it it wasn't going to be. Am I too loud? I feel like I'm too loud. I, I can. We can fix. No, but do I sound loud? Uh, no, you sound perfect. Okay, good. Well, then I'll keep talking at this vo- volume. I feel. I. What was I talking about? Uh, that dude had already. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it. It wasn't gonna be just a rock smoking session. I felt like, <laughs> you know, I felt like there might have been some. Uh, he was there some sexual. He might have preferred going? some coddling, or you know what I mean, some kind of physical. Like, hey, physical. I sat in this gum. Do you mind getting it off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really smart. You want to see how big my brain is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, so that means there's some city working folk. Hard-working folk out there that go out there on their lunch break, and he catches them on the, you know, like, got passed up for promotion. I don't know why he stopped in the middle of a busy street. To, I, maybe I got that look. Like Inhibitions. You, like you said, maybe I got that look, which is which is fine. You which on the fine. street, you on the street, I'll, I'll be real, you on the street, not a threatening guy. Approachable. You get How approached. fucking dare you. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. You get Spe- approached. Speaking of approachable, I thought my voice was a lot deeper than it is. And after listening to this podcast, sound like such a bitch. Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, dude. You didn't know that about yourself? I thought I had a deep voice. And no. it's just nasally and not... It's not attractive. I don't. I put a lot of effects on it to make it sound that good last week. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I just, I didn't know my voice sounded that bad. Which is, I mean, I can party with it, but it's not... It's not what I thought. And I've heard my voice before, but like hearing it in a prolonged session, I just, I found out that my voice sucks, which is, which you know, I feel bad for my kids because I'm always singing like uh, Adele or something. And I feel like I'm killing it. You're but not apparently I sound like straight dick, <laughs> but that's okay. Dude, I, I can party with it. I, I will say that I think you're holding a little bit of it in and you're not projecting. But so if, it's, I don't think it's an actual real reflection of your voice i mean so do i sound different on the podcast than i do in normal yes oh okay well then i can because you're not too i think you're still kind of holding it in and we'll edit this but i think you're still kind of holding it in a little bit no don't edit it dude don't fucking edit it give me keep, it, speak, keep the real shit yeah yes yeah, speak, speak from to the me heart. straight yeah yeah give it to I me feel straight like you're still a little shy just a little bit about this so you're not really throwing it out there yet like, I feel like I feel like Will Ferrell, where he plays that character, where he's like, "I can't control the volume of my voice." I feel like I can't find a happy medium. You're not that. You know? We have a friend who is that. <laughs> you know, <Anyways. laughs> you are not that. Last week, we had talked about a bunch of fun stuff, but one of them that was really fun was talking about weird stuff you did as a kid and i was just like i ate nacho cheese and you were talking about you know the mirror did you, and all did you fucking you can't you brought something to the plate i you brought may, something to the table i may have brought something to the table fuck yeah okay i, fr- I, I like forgot it. about this i like it let's do it so when i was like six i had gotten sick remember that yeah i figured I'm we not- could talk about at some point, you need to talk about how much of a pussy you were when you were younger. <laughs> from, from like five to ten? Yeah, yeah. Just pussy after pussy, yeah. yeah. Here, I'm going to put a note for you to talk about that at some point. <laughs> yeah, but maybe next week. Okay. Wink. So, keep talking. What are you... <laughs> I was winking at you, and you weren't looking. You were right. I didn't need you to. I knew exactly what you were talking about. So, I had gotten really sick when I was six. <laughs> okay, you got sick? Yeah. Sick, sick, and, sick, and sick. I, I got... 
diagnosed with junior arthritis, and it was really crippling at first. And then as I got better and, and, and got out of it, it took months and months of recovery, but I got out of it and everything was fine, except for I had started taking things for granted and being lazy with some things. And there was one that I can't even remember. I can't believe because it was literally the yin to your yang. Whereas you were wiping your ass with half of a roll of toilet paper uh-huh. and then getting on a counter and checking your asshole out to see if <laughs> you had left any Quality crumbs. control, yes. I got used to people wiping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. When I was in the hospital. Uh-huh. And then I got out of the hospital. Uh-huh. And I just didn't wipe my ass for a while. Are you for real? Yeah. I can't believe I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was walking around with the slickest cheeks in town, man. Pounds of shit just caked up in them. Yeah. It, but you're okay with that? I just didn't even register. And it's still I was still, I was I wasn't fully well. I was out of the hospital. It hurt to like try to but position to get back anywhere. Yeah. So I just rolled with it and I didn't want to ask for help from anybody. So I did your hold on. Did your frequency of baths increase? Yes. I would just jump in the tub okay. with a shitty butthole okay. sometimes. Other times, like if I was at friends or grandparents' house and I didn't want them to like cause at my home, at home, I would just jump in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. So other times I would want I would wad up a massive amount of toilet paper <laughs> and get it against the back of the toilet seat and then just kind of grind Scoot. my ass against that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I couldn't reach back there. And I didn't want help from anybody. I'm I'm glad you're you're telling this stuff because so, you need to reveal more. So yeah, so I would back that ass up on a wall. Fucking of disgusting, paper. by the way. It's horrible. I'm fucking ashamed <laughs> of it. I'm blushing. I'm so red right now. But you know what? Like, that's what it was. And Pride was fucking with me. I, I didn't want help from anybody. I was tired of being a little baby, you know? And so I would either do that or I'd just fucking jump right in the tub, like legs up, and just p- put the water on like uh, the most hardcore bidet ever. Wow. So there you go. You wanted it, folks. I like, you got it. I like it. I'm glad you did that. Real honesty. Uh, was that in your notes? What? How was it labeled in your notes? Uh, last week follow-up. Oh. I knew exactly what I was oh, going to talk about. I, I would have put something like, sh- you know, shitty... Shitty shit shit. But I, I also got a couple of things to talk about really quick. These are going to be pretty fast. But uh, some of our listeners had reached out and said, oh, wow. We ate string cheese on chocolate chip cookies. Soft, chewy, chewy chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookies. Regular, regular uh, chips ahoy wouldn't suffice. So I got a message from uh, a listener who said, hey, just so you know, I put mayonnaise on cornbread and then I put that in a bowl of collard greens. Whoa. Is that really, that's not, it's weird, but it's not like string cheese on cookie dough weird. Or c- Mayonnaise sweet. is such a weird thing because you, you you can put it on a sandwich, but you can fucking church it up and, you know, throw a little zing and zang in it. And then all of a sudden it's fucking fancy restaurant ranch. Yep. So it's a very. It's a chameleon. It's, it's a very complicated, you know, substance. You can make it sweet, like like there's some like fruit salads and stuff that have mayonnaise in it, but you would never know it because I wonder what the difference is between real mayonnaise and uh, Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Miracle oh. Whip is disgusting. Miracle Whip is so sweet. It's like it's tangy. With it's tang. It's tangy salad dressing is what they say, right? Yeah, it's like vegetable oil or something. I like Miracle Whip on a couple of things: chicken salad, potato uh, salad. I don't know. That's I don't know. I, I actually don't know. Um, no, I like Miracle Whip on when we were really poor. All we had to eat were bologna sandwiches. So it'd be bologna, American cheese, and Miracle Whip. And I love that shit. It's so good. I, I, I did have that in kindergarten, yeah. But then we, we uh, I think my mom got a job and we we could get Hellman's real mayonnaise. <laughs> we got upgraded to yeah. fucking. Real, real mayonnaise. And once you taste it, dude, I don't think I've ever had Miracle Whip since kindergarten unless somebody snuck it in on me. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't fucks with, with Miracle Whip. I used to as a kid because that's just what my grandparents had. But once I found out that real mayonnaise, like real Hellman's tastes like yeah. that, I was like, never, never again. No. I, I don't know if you've ever looked at Miracle Whip, but I swear I've seen like red flakes. Yes. Like there's like weird, there's some weird yes. shit going on that I'm not cool with. I don't know if it's like a, a little hint of a spice that they put in it or what yeah. to keep it tangy. It used to freak me out when I was a kid. So I'd you've be seen about that. to take my yeah. bite and, and it'd be a little red dot. And I'd yeah. be like, is there a bug in here? Yeah. Immediate, straight I, to bugs. I'm sure somebody's going to call us out mm-hmm. and say, well, dummy, that's the whole reason it's Miracle Whip because it has this one 
ingredient, you know, shredded pimento peppers or some stupid <laughs> shit. Oh, speaking of uh, of weird eating habits, I've got a couple more here, but uh, here's one. For, I was really picky eater as a kid, and my grandfather that you met, Pappy, mm-hmm. he wasn't putting up with that shit at all. He grew up in the Great Depression. You eat anything that's put in front of you. You don't get to be picky. You do not cry about this food, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would be picky and not eat his food, and he hated me for it. He didn't, you know, he still that's, loved me. That's a strong word. But it would take his annoyance level. He was a very, like, not passive, but not many things bothered him. But if you found something that struck a nerve with him, it would drive him up the wall. And so me being a picky little pussy bitch kid would drive him up the wall. Mm-hmm. And so then he started playing pranks on me. And one, I swear to God, one that lasted from, like, the age of four till I was a teenager, he ruined Raisin Bran for me. And I'm an old man when it comes to cereal. I like honey bunches of oats. I like Raisin Bran. I like Special K, right? Right. I don't like Lucky Charms. I don't like fruity. It's too sweet. Never liked any of those, no. It's too sweet. I'm not trying to eat ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. Even though I was big enough to look like I love <laughs> <laughs> well, eating ice you, cream you for, eat, for breakfast. You eat enough of anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, so, yeah, that, that's what I, I didn't know what moderation was. but So I loved Raisin Bran. It was my favorite cereal. And I'd, that's what I would eat instead of his chicken fried steak or whatever he made that I, th- I decided was gross because he cooked everything in bacon grease. And so all of it had this dark brown look to it. And I was just like, ooh, it turns out I was missing on some of the best food yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little kid, whatever. Yeah. He told me that raisins and raisin bran weren't raisins. They were dried up dead flies. And you didn't question it? I immediately cr- started crying. I was like five years old. I started crying. And that was drilled into my head that from then on out, raisin bran didn't have raisins in it. It had dead flies. I started telling kids at school this. I ruined Raisin Bran for a couple people. You started spreading the good word. I was like, my pappy told me that they, these flies, whenever they die in, on your windowsill, you scoop them up and you mail them to Kellogg's and they put them <laughs> <on> Raisin Bran. <laughs> How would you like to be, you know, John Smith? Uh, I work in fly procurement yeah. for uh, Kellogg's. I take all the flies that are sent in and <laughs> via mail, via envelope. I have to scoop them out. <laughs> Yeah, I was probably like 13 or 14 when I faced Raisin Bran again. And I already, it was like Santa Claus. Like I knew, but it was just such a horrible visual that I couldn't get past it. It was a mental thing now. Yeah, but then one day I was like, my my great battle of, you know, 1999. I sat down with a bowl of Raisin Bran and I stared it right in the eyes and I was like, I'm not afraid anymore. You know, like fucking homo. You hear me? (laughs) I'm not not afraid. afraid. And my brother's in the background, like, bzz, like making fly noises. I was like, oh, so he's on, in on it too. Oh, he knew. He would fuck all the time about it. Yeah, because he probably would have questioned it. Yeah, no, he knew immediately that it was bullshit. And he would, I was a little kid that had a bunch of issues. I didn't, I just believed things, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I got him back. I told him he was adopted from frog people and he believed he was a half frog for like four years. So. Did you did you do it so much that he started like inadvertently or you know subconsciously like get, showing frog personality like <laughs> frog you know physical traits. attributes and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, he started hopping around the house and like l- licking things. Yeah, real sticking fast. his tongue out real fast. Like, what are you doing? I don't know, man. I think it's the I think it's the frog in me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming fucking. out, man. It's coming out. <laughs> Take me back to my conditioning. No, he didn't. No, he never leaned into it. He would just immediately start crying and run to my mom and go, "Am I really from a frog family, mom?" <laughs> Sounds so stupid. You hear that? You know, you know what I'm talking about. He's gonna get really mad that I brought up Frog Family though, because it would like, oh, it was a deal. immediate tears. Nice. No, I'm not. Yeah. Fuck your frog brother. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> so I got one more uh, weird thing that was shared with me. Same person that talked about the uh, mayonnaise on cornbread. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read the text verbatim. I did dip pop tarts into ramen soup in my poor prime. Why? I want to read that one more time, but backwards. So, in my poor prime, that's how we—that's the stage he sets, right? Yeah. So when you think of poor prime, I think of like—I think of ramen. I don't know. I think of like an offshoot Transformers TV series. <laughs> I think of like all, like Transformers and tank tops. Well, like the, yeah, like you know, Walmart and Target got the the true Transformers, but Kmart had the poor prime line. Transmorphers. Yeah, just poor prime. I, thought, I don't know. That's what I thought of. I thought you meant like Transformers with mullets and like tank tops on. Like. Yeah, just a knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't know why, but that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said that. He, he, so he said, yeah, that he would dip Pop-Tarts into ramen noodle soup. That sounds like something you do when you're dared. That just sounds like you're combining um, courses. 
you know, meal courses because you eat the appetizer, you eat the entree, and then you eat the dessert. Or you can flip it on its side and, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's mixing fucking dinner and breakfast. Now, you can't have breakfast You can't have breakfast for dinner. You can. But you don't have scrambled eggs with enchiladas. Well, you know, that was a bad, that was a bad, <laughs> that was a bad one. I would say. You can't, have, you can't have French toast with a steak. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? So you, you're mixing that dessert. You, like, when I eat... I'll eat all the savory stuff. I'll eat the potatoes, the steak, or whatever. And then when you're done with all that, then you switch the palate cleanser to a dessert. You mix the two of those, you're kind of fucking yourself. It's just blurring the lines. Like, yeah. I, that's got to be how a can conf- you enjoy that? Confusing how do you, bite. Yeah. How do you get any joy out of that? I don't like too sweet. You know, like too sweet of things. Yeah. And I think frosted pop tarts are too sweet. I think we got into this last week. Did we? Maybe not. I don't think. I was so. talking to my wife about it. I. Here we go. I'm I'm ready to die on this hill. I think frosted pop tarts are bullshit. I want unfrosted. It's too sweet. I don't want to eat candy for breakfast. I don't really eat pop tarts anymore. I can't remember. You know, I haven't had pop tart in years. But but I know I could I could be down with unfrosted. I'm called a criminal. My, my wife blacklists me on my pop tart. Yeah, opinion. but doesn't your fucking wife eat? What was it like? pancakes with isn't there something where she eats something that's just so fucking decadent that, it's out of control she or likes, no the, you said the amount of syrup she uses on oh shit oh my god so she's gonna hear this but it's the truth it's too late you already told me so now i'm telling and, everybody no no it's fine and you know what like she needs to be outed for this crime she'll pour half a bottle of syrup on her pancakes there's no pancake left you know soggy pancakes get yeah. they can't hold up to that no it's just that like grainy mush how does it not spill out on the side of the plate? We have plates. That have oh God! No, no, no! I'm <laughs> they just got saying, lips like, on like them. The, lip, the oh, plates have lips. So, honey, bust out the pancake plate. The pancake it's about plate. to go down. And see, and then she'll look at my my syrup intake or or my syrup uh, ratio to the to the pancakes, and she's like, "Are you, are you going to use any more syrup?" And Do you I'm need a glass of whole... milk for how dry your mouth's going to be with that Dude, totally. no syrup having ass. And I'm sitting there in horror like staring at her plate as it's just fucking <laughs> running syrup over like a fountain she's pouring it table. just looking at you Dude. just like it's gonna be so good and i don't and i don't like i don't like whenever we do have like pancakes or anything like that i don't like my eggs and baking eggs and bacon it's inevitable though dude being touched it by the drives syrup. me fucking nuts but it's inevitable unless you want to i'm do too two i'm too lazy dude i'm too lazy to get that second plate but when it does hit it when the syrup hits the eggs it Fucking drives me nuts. It's so gross, dude. It's it makes so me gross. so mad. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon's fine. Like bacon yeah. and syrup, that's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, Bacon's yeah. already got like a sweetness to it. It's okay. Yeah. Eggs? Ooh, nah. I don't like it. Syrupy eggs? I don't like it. Let me ask you a question about eggs. Scrambled eggs. Say you go to a buffet, right? Or the the breakfast uh, at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Scrambled eggs are there, right? Right. Do you want them shits dry, powder dry eggs? Scrambled eggs? Or do you want them like soupy eggs where the scrambled eggs have like a ton of water to them? We used to go eat breakfast a lot at Grandy's and Grandy's <gasps> had these powdered eggs, but they were so juicy, sloppy. They're watery? Yeah, but it was so good. Oh. I love watery eggs. No. But it can't be too watery to to where you start thinking about salmonella or something along those lines. Like where you're starting to get concerned for your health? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what's the thing where you cut the egg in half and you put it in a shot glass and you dip your toast in it? I mean, it doesn't have to be a shot glass. It doesn't have to be. About. It doesn't have to be a shot glass. But, you know, you barely cook the egg and you crack it in half and you dip shit in Is it like super soft boiled? I don't. It may not even be very. It might not even really be cooked. But you dip it in there and you. I've never seen that. That's a type of. That's a thing. <laughs> I know it's a thing. I've seen it before. <laughs> Let me just tell everybody out there right now. <laughs> It's a thing. Okay. You can believe me or not. No. I don't I don't know what it's called, but it's a it's a thing. I'm not Googling it. We're okay. just we're we're running for it. Uh so last one, the same person also texted me and said, Also dipping pizza into stone ground mustard is good. It's gotta be crappy pizza though. Don't know what stone ground mustard is. I'm assuming like you get a, a pestle and fucking pound out a bunch of mustard seeds. Y- it's like grainy mustard. Like where yeah. You've never had stone ground? Where the fuck do you get that at? The store. It's not yellow mustard. It's like Grey Poupon, but... Never seen it. It's, it's like horseradishy stone ground. That sounds like something you would buy from a set of hippies on the side of the highway 
Me we personally, have, or just, just anybody? in general? It's that sounds so hipster. Stone ground mustard is hipster. Yeah, we've got a commune, and we you know we specialize in stone ground mustard, and we also, we sell that and daffodil leaves our petals, you know. And also our the leader, our leader David is the only one that gets to fuck all the women here. Yeah, so. he gets the most mustard seeds because <laughs> he's the son of, he's the lamb and all. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one, he outs his wife here, and he goes, hey, by the way, just to let you know I'm not that weird, my wife ate peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. That, that It's not going to sound good, but that sounds like a total female thing, whether it be, whether it be pregnancy. Get that shovel out. Whether it be pregnancy or, you know, uh, what is it, estrogen, whatever those things, whatever kind of shit Hormones. they've got going on. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds just like... I, I was really just in the mood for the sourness of a pickle and, and the creaminess of the peanut butter, and it just goes so gr- No, It does not sound appetizing at all, does it? It sounds like something a female would eat. Or like period time? Yeah. Like, See, I don't, know, I don't know how the biology works on that, but it seems like something, you know, during those... We're not claiming to be experts. Yes, yeah, so, some of those life events, you know, having a kid, you know, being pregnant or the period thing or... You know, getting your feelings hurt, whatever it is. <laughs> There's something that triggers something in them to where they just crave the most what is random com- yeah. connect. Like, what What did your Pickle wife Pickle ice cream or what? You know, that, it, but that's like a status quo type of thing for, yeah, you're right. you know, to, for that situation. I don't know how to, ex- what were those I don't know how to, again? I don't know how to describe what it is. You know what I mean? I, I'm, <laughs> you know you're I'm not doing myself doing. any favors here, but everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Just whenever they, they're just too scared to say it. When they, when, yeah, generalizing here, but you're saying well, when women have anything negative happen, they like to eat no, pickle ice no, cream. No, but it's it's a um it's a biological thing. I think, I think there's science involved, and I don't quite have the. You don't have the data. I don't have the data. It's it, you know, but let me ask you this: Did your wife crave weird stuff when she was pregnant? Did she have any like? Did she ever say something that made you like pull over? She probably she probably said stuff, but I I just said you know quit bitching or <laughs> or you know like I I don't want to hear whatever that is like we're getting Taco Bell. <laughs> but I think luckily for her she, that was the type of shit she was into like whatever we had al- already been um, frequenting she would that's what so she the wanted taste anyways. Change that much. I think it was just quantity changed. I think I think she liked ice cream or popsicles or some stupid shit like that. You know, that's the that's the kind of thing they're into. I feel like a pretty bad husband now yeah, that my say, wife has realizing? had two kids and I don't You're remember like, what. I'm pretty sure she liked Whataburger and Taco Bueno and that was about it. I think I was just so over it because she puked three quarters of the pregnancy and I'm just. I'm, Are you uh, serious? Yeah. She could say that I'm lying, but I think she was pu- and she's like, her puking is the worst sound. Why? Because she. Well, hold on. She, Let's she, paint a picture real quick. She, How tall is she? Seven what? Yeah, she's at least five ten. That's a lot of body for that. That's a lot of torso to travel up. So yeah. it's probably a, a before anything actually comes out. It's probably a horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just so dramatic, you know. And I would just I would scream from the not scream, you know, but I'd be from the bed. I'd be like. It's a bit much, don't you think? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be like, saying she's being a little too dramatic. Yeah, like you, you tone it down. Yeah. And the and the Oscar goes to yeah, she's just so dramatic when she pukes. But she, I mean, she's always been like that. But it was just a constant thing when she was pregnant. But when when she pukes, it's just so. It's like um, I love you know, it's like you, a little kid when they fall down. You know, you're what not I mean? even they concerned. Just, oh, just no, they just way overdo it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, we get it. You're puking. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the first couple of times she threw up in front of you, it was concerning. But after that, you no, were just like, no, mm. the well, it's the exact opposite. The first couple of times she puked in front of me, you know, we were younger, so it was because we'd been drinking or something. Right. So it didn't really affect me. But when it's an everyday thing, and like you know. She worked for the most part of her pregnancy, and so she would go to work before I did. And so I get, you know, woken up, waking up, woken up to that bullshit. <laughs> you know, what I mean? and I'm like, I'm having a good good night's sleep, and I, I hear this, and, then and I'm this, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm interrupted by 
my yeah. dear wife. And in, instead of hammering it up. Yeah, instead of me saying, "Can I get you anything?" I'm like, "Take it downstairs." <laughs> Shutting the bed- yeah. bathroom door. She's like, "Go do that at work." Oh, can you get me some water? Hello, hello. And the door <laughs> shut, and the lights are off. She vomits very loud. I don't think I've ever seen your wife throw up. Well, we don't really drink that much anymore. No, but I mean, even when we were younger, I I can't remember a time ever seeing her even get smashed. Well, it's because she has like three beers and she starts thinking about whether it's time to go to bed or not. Oh, you know, I deal with the same problem. Yeah. Uh, so. But what's cool about your wife, though, is if you can get her to push past that, she's really fun. Party time after that. No, yeah. you're right. Like she does when when my wife drinks or or parties at all. The initial reaction for her is as soon as she gets a buzz, she starts weighing out her decisions like for the next three days. She's like, okay, cool. (laughs) I go and get my hair cut tomorrow. And then I have brunch with, you know, or whatever. She's like, okay, Sunday, I can can feel shitty for those plans. But the following day is Monday and I have to work at 730. I've got to, you know what I mean? She starts mapping it out. And I see her doing these calculations. And on the good nights, I see that light go off and she's like, Second wind immediately, and then my wife's a blast. Yeah. Or she'll just go, "Hey, I'm gonna go use the bathroom," and just disappear, <laughs> and just not tell anybody. Houdini goodnight. on that ass. <laughs> just pass out. Don't say any. Just rude is the rudest person when she's like that. Just goes straight to bed. Doesn't say goodnight to anybody. No loves you. She left me the first time I I really encountered that. She left me me with three of her friends. No respect for the social contract. Just and they're all sitting there like I just met this guy. For the first time, and I've got to entertain them, and she's asleep on all their purses in the bedroom because <laughs> everybody was putting their purses, you know. Anyway, my wife, uh, I love her very much, but she can be a real dickhead <laughs> when she <laughs> has to host people and have two drinks. Oh, yeah. But yeah, regardless of what everybody thinks, we love our wives very much because they're taller than us and they could smash us at any moment. So don't speak for me ever again. <laughs> Okay, you speak for your feelings and you let me speak for mine. I have no comment on the subject right now because I would like to proceed to something else to talk about. Well, let's do it then. Um, so we were talking about the butthole thing on the last episode and I totally forgot, I think, because I was so deep into uh, stage fright or, you know, being shy or whatever from the on the first podcast. Um, I forgot to mention if I ever had any doubt if my son was biologically mine, I I don't remember what I, I was. I think I think he called me up into the bathroom, and he was like, "Hey, come here," and uh, got an announcement. Yeah, I was walking to the bathroom, and my daughter, uh, you know, saw me walking by, and she goes, "Don't do it. It's stupid." And I was like, "What?" She goes, "It's you're. It's stupid. Don't don't go in there." I love it. She's already got the sense. She already <laughs> well, knows the game. Yeah, and I and I go in there. <laughs> I go in there and my son's in the shower, but the shower's off. He's just in the bathtub part of the shower or whatever. Yeah. And he's got the curtain shut. And he goes, Come here. <gasps> oh I, no. And you know, and you know, he's he was probably five at the time, four or five. And um so I'm like, I'll play, you know. Well let's there's what's what's the worst this kid could do? He's five. And so I fling open the curtain to see him bent over, butt cheeks spread, ass flaring. (laughs) And he goes, look, Dada, I'm a Demogorgon. And I said, what? What? He he goes, I was looking at it. I got up on the counter and looked at my butthole in the mirror. (laughs) And he goes, it looks like a Demogorgon from Stranger Stranger Things. Things. And I was like, what oh are God. you doing? I was like, that doesn't. And then my, my daughter walked walked by the doorway of the bathroom. And she goes, told you. <laughs> I told you it was stupid. I also love that he showed her that first. Because like, <laughs> yeah, she did. You know, she's like, he already showed that to me. I said, that doesn't look like a Demogorgon. You know? She's probably like, doesn't even feel like a Demogorgon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is totally fake. That's yeah. why she thought it was stupid. Was yeah. It wasn't a real Demogorgon. Yeah. But I wish I would have told that story um, yes. during during the butthole story from the last episode because they tie in so so well. I just think it's funny that he did a trial run on 
on her first. Like, yeah, well, he had to make sure it was cool enough to present to dad. And obviously, the feedback he got from his sister wasn't that good. So I don't know what made him decide to proceed <laughs> knew, with the project. He knew if she didn't like it, that it was money. Right. You know, he was like, she don't like right. anything. But if she if she really doesn't like this one, it's the best thing I've ever done right. in my life. Yeah, if she would have told me it was good, I would have just put it in the bank, let it sit for a while to see if times came around to it, you know? You know, one of the things that people talked about last week with me the most was your fear of your son having a bigger wiener than you. <laughs> was the most it's, irrational thing. And I, I know it's not the fear of that. It's the fear of him thinking that he can step up. Yeah, I just because I know he's going to be bigger than me. I just looking at my wife and looking at her family, both look, my kids. Look how tall he is now. Yeah. And they're like both my kids right now are like in the 90th percentile for height and stuff like that. And so I know my kids are going to be bigger than me. I'm my daughter for sure. But if my son gets bigger than me, I got to start. I got to start now by by, you know, uh, creating the line for him to not step over because I got to keep him in check because once he gets big enough. Got to make him not be able to realize that he can kick my ass. Just because he's taller than you doesn't mean he can kick. Well, your no, ass. I mean he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be bigger and stronger than me too. So that was just my fear is, you know, not like penis envy, but like the fact that once he sees his dick get big, and he's been watching my dick either, you know, digress <laughs> over the years. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I think he'd be like, I got this motherfucker now. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? He's just going to wait for the prime time. Yeah, because as a man, that's what, you know, most, especially teenage men, that's what you equate. Well, Animal Kingdom yeah, all, right. all over, yeah. That's yeah, he's like, happens. no, I got this motherfucker. So that was the fear. He's going to take that Washington Redskins hat and just fucking <laughs> throw it in a creek. Go get it, Dad. Yeah. What's wrong? It's my house now. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather that or the opposite? I only want good things for... For my kids, you know, I would love for my son to have a big old giant cock. <laughs> no, not that. Oh, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I only want the best Save for my kids. Save that kid. soundbite. Fifty-one <laughs> minutes. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, I, I only want the best for my kids, you know. So of course, I would want want him to prosper in all aspects. Yeah, you don't want him just hold up in the house till he's thirty, not leaving the bedroom, watching Twitch all day, right? Yeah. Which that does sound like the life to live, but I mean, no, it doesn't. <laughs> You not get to get into anything cool with that. Yeah. Like, no stories from, hey, I was watching Twitch the other night and end in a cool way. There's there's not there's not any sweet in-game in stuff involved with uh, watching people play video games online. No, it's just... But, so what? what is there, like... I'm trying to think of a way to, to, to bring this up, but... like, How what, have we gotten this long into the podcast, and I don't feel like we've gotten anywhere... That's what this podcast is. I guess, dude. I feel like we haven't like covered much ground at all. Right. Well, that's how it's supposed to feel. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways. No, I was going to ask, like, I'm not a parent, you know. What is, so when, when I was growing up, when you were growing up too, we played a little bit of Nintendo. A little bit of Nintendo, bro. When we were, when we, when we were their age, it was before we were able to, like, I had, you know, we, we had limits, right? No. I had like I could only play for forty five minutes. Oh no, dude! That kind of stuff. No. no. When I got older, of course, that went away. But no, you mm-hmm. were just able to do it. A- is that why you play video games so much now? Is making up for that lost? I feel like I play the same amount of video games I've always played. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, I I I played a lot as a teenager moving forward. But when I was younger, my mom and dad would okay thirty minutes, oh forty five minutes, you know whatever. Fuck it was. that noise! And then we had to go outside. I, we talked about that last week. Or or we watched TV or watched a movie, right? And so that's what I was wondering. Like, but you got to remember, there's not there's not much TV to watch now, so it's not like that's yeah, what we, I was going to ask. We like, did what watch is a lot children's of TV programming now. I don't think I think they're more interested in uh, short short shows on YouTube and stuff now more than any uh, televised TV series. Yeah, I was going to ask. Is th- so there's like no equi- equivalent of Darkwing Duck. Or or Muppet Babies or anything like that. Plus, they already made all that stuff. I know that Netf- a lot of kids watch Netflix because they have a lot of the old cartoons yeah, but on the, there. You can't get your kids into those. They just don't. It doesn't just bounce hit, right off. It doesn't hit that sweet spot for them. Yeah, they 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 can't be bothered by it. What is what is the sweet spot for children's programming nowadays? I just I, I want to. I'm just trying yeah, to understand. No, uh, I, 
they fuck with Captain Underpants a lot. What is that? It's it's a cartoon about two kids that are at school and they they draw cartoons and the protagonist of the cartoon is their principal and their principal is a dickhead and they draw him <laughs> into a superhero and they they do something like throw water on him or flick his ear or something and it it he transforms from the dickhead principal to Captain Underpants. So. But it's hard to tell. It's one of those things you can't tell what's real because it's always cycling in and out of their fantasy. And so there's a lot of plot holes in this stupid cartoon. That confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Do I, they think, like I think Patton it? Oswalt does some voiceover stuff for He does. It. Yeah. Do they like it? Yeah, they've watched every episode. I think I've watched every episode, too. How long is the show? Like 20 minutes? Yeah, just a standard show. Dude, that doesn't sound interesting at all. No, so um, there's... The content isn't there. Not like when we were kids. Is that why so many kids like just watch people build shit on Minecraft on YouTube? I still don't get that. Uh, it's just that's what this... What is this generation called? Um, I don't even know. Y, Z. I think it's Z, right? Yeah. Whatever this generation... <laughs> we don't know shit. Yeah, we're what, so dumb. Whatever generation my kids are in. That that's just what they're into. They would rather watch somebody do something than doing something themselves. Dude, are you about to have your first like true get off our, get off my lawn moment? I don't know. You were like you were like in my generation, <laughs> we <laughs> we did things. Yeah. This generation, they would rather watch that I mean, but it's across the board. You talk to any parent and they're like, Yeah, my kid would rather watch videos of a kid playing with toys than my kid themselves playing with this exact same toys is there and their kids are like, yeah, but he, he plays with them better. You know what I mean? He does a better job of playing with them. Dude, just resigned. Yeah. All right. Dude, that's kind of, that's gotta be unhealthy. It's weird. Like it's weird. And then the, like, it's a clear line between like alphas and everybody else. Right. How's that kid's life going to be, uh, later on in school and stuff when he's the kid who was like, had his YouTube channel at five and <laughs> is big shit and makes millions of dollars and he's eight years old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's kids out there that are like do unboxing videos and stuff and they make. Yeah. But those kids don't go to regular school. They can't. Yeah. Right. They just be hounded. I'm sorry. Huh? Interesting. It's on silent. I don't know why I, it's making the sound. Oh, I seem to remember from the last podcast. I said the exact same thing and I caught a lot of shit. I asked you, I don't know how to turn it off. And you said, just fucking figure it out or whatever it is you said. <laughs> but it's okay. Like it's that. okay for you to do it right now. That finger was pointed with extreme hostility. And look how crooked it is. It Why curves. is it crooked? I don't know. I think it's just because it's so short and stubby. It's probably from prying that asshole open <laughs> for 10 years. I think straight. that's called evolution. Yeah, it was re- crooked finger better for pulling that, pulling that ass apart. But yeah, so. It's on silent. You, I see. I don't know. You better get that Look shit the, together real it? quick. So yeah, the TV the TV shows aren't nearly as good as they used to be. I mean, because we had some we had some really good bangers TV shows. Captain yeah. America or Captain Planet. Captain America. Jesus Christ! Remember Captain Planet? Taught you morals and had some decent animation. Yeah, but I never liked how that Indian kid had the weakest abilities, <laughs> he dude. He did. They just hated on him. Just and he was a emotions, yellow. you know, fire, water, <laughs> feelings. <laughs> and then his drunk Indian dad would just fucking Yeah, his big horse would just slap his son. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, Captain Planet was kind of whack. Oh, I didn't like Captain Planet. What about So what was your like what was let's name them right now. Top 3 are we going just any time during the day or after school? TV programming think, for kids. Well, I think growing up. I think. Well, I think wasn't it? Weren't you talking about something about what TV shows you would want to be on? I'd like to discuss that next episode because I got a whole thing. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about what shows we wanted to be on, like game shows and stuff. So stick around for that next week. But. I felt like you were setting that up. No, and I was trying to bring it around. No, I, I appreciate you fucking it. asshole. We would be terrible basketball players yeah. together. I was like fucking no communication. Um, there was this obscure cartoon that I can't. Nobody ever remembers it, but it was called Widget. Never heard of it. It was this purple alien, and it was just like a regular. I think it came out around the same time as uh, what was it? Remember Dino? 
Do you know the last dinosaur? Yeah. So Hell it yeah. was around that time frame, I think. I could be full of shit. But um I really last liked dinosaur. Yep. He's our friend and a whole lot that, more. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked Widget. Um you know, Ninja Turtles. You are we talking cartoons or just TV shows? Just t- like let's talk let's talk cartoons. Because TV shows, that's a whole can of worms. Yeah. Cartoon. Like, so Widget and, and Dino? No, no. I didn't, I, I didn't fuck with Dino. I fuck with Dino. But no. he wasn't my favorite. I, I mean, obviously, I loved Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters cartoon was uh, so good. The, the real Ghostbusters? That cartoon is one of the top three cartoons of all time. It's the, better than the movie. There's just, they cover so much... You know, there's so many different characters that they bring into it, and it's like the writing on it was so good. Like Have you watched w- it? It's on Netflix now. Have you oh, is it? it? No, I, I, so good. my favorite one is the baseball game. I don't remember it. Where they and they're like playing a bunch of different ghosts, I think. And like, so they got all these different abilities, you know, and all this just wild shit in a baseball game. And the Ghostbusters are like, I fucking, I can bench press 180. That's about, you know. They're like, yeah. That's about all I got. Well, hey, do we want to bust all these ghosts right now? Or do we want to enjoy like a sweet nine innings and just make it happen? I, I think it was a wild ass baseball game too. There had to have been some stakes. Like one of somebody was captured and you had to play my, some ghost boss was like, you have to play my game. Or, oh, there was a, always a, an, uh, you know, um, an ulterior motive somewhere, you know, otherwise you wouldn't have a show. Good. Yeah. It's real good. Ghostbusters was good. You like DuckTales? I, I did like DuckTales, um, oh, but it's hard to. Everybody talking about DuckTales. Oh, um, I thought we were. So semi friends. Hmm. Yeah. I I don't know if so you have like the dark wing duck and your tailspin and stuff like that. But after a while it, it it's kinda all you know, it's like the same what do they call that? The same universe? It was the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Disney Thanks for that uh accurate depiction of I know, I'm just saying, like that's what it, they were setting up an entire like yeah. after school Disney universe with based around the ducks. Yeah. And I did make the kids watch Chippendale. I really liked Chippendale. Yeah. What'd they think? They were like, it was boring. They thought it was whack. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's building anything. They're not opening toys. This is bullshit. Get me out of here. Yeah. How weird is that? That there's adult men opening toys and making millions of dollars on YouTube. Play on player. I'm uncomfortable with that. That dude, what's that dude who runs around busting pedophiles? Anderson Cooper? No, that's the scene. (laughs) <laughs> I don't no. fucking know. Yeah, we don't fuck with news at all. It's like <laughs> he looked like Anderson Cooper. Chris Anderson. It, yeah, Chris Anderson. Is that his name? I think it's I think so. It sounds right. Chris something, right? I think so. Mark? That's no, right. not a Mark. But they're Chris always Jensen. Jensen. Chris Jensen. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, that's it. Got him. We made it. We Ooh. made it, ladies and gentlemen. We eventually <laughs> made it. Chris what? Chris Hint Chris. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Yeah. So those videos make me sick to my stomach. Why? Just because you know what that dude's there to do. Not not Chris Hansen, whoever they bust. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're just going to color. You know, they always have some excuse. I feel like I would set up the meeting like to go, you know, bang like a young boy or something like that. But Chicken out. Well, it's just like, um, you know, we know a lot of people that have gotten like uh, not hookers, but have gone to like massage parlors and stuff in the past. Hookers, yeah. Um, the transaction—it's so weird. I always ask, you know, anybody that goes to one of those things, I'm like, "How does that I wanna, work?" I want to go with you. I don't want to partake, but I want to see the transaction of money for pussy. And I, you know, I, is it a handshake? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I these are the questions I always have. It's like, is there a menu? Do you, what's negotiated up front? And then like, do you just, do you hand the money straight to them or you put it off to the, like, those are the things I want to know. So I think from talking to people that have visited these establishments, I think most of them like roll all the girls out and you just go that one now. And you just walk into a room with the one you choose. So, yeah, I mean, so you probably pay the madam or whatever it's called, the, the head bitch, right? Before you even, like, you probably pay them 
you probably pick the girl first and then pay before you actually. Touch. You definitely got to pay before you There's play. No it's definitely a, a pay before you play situation. But you know how many losers would be in there, like skipping. <laughs> got him. Yeah, half a hand job and running out, running out, jacking it all. They're on the way out. Like, I got this on I my own. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for the start. <laughs> Thanks for the pump up about. Just fucking jumping through the glass with a dick in the head. Yeah. No, it just feels so weird. Like sometimes I even have trouble. Um, like when you go to the Mexican meat market, you know, and you're trying to get fajita meat or something, and and they're laughing at you the whole well, time because you you're asking for fajitas. You f- you feel like they're looking at you weird, and you're like, I just want the meat, but like you go to, you have to give them your little number, you know, and you're like, hand it to. It's like that whole transaction. But imagine with some ninety percent of the time, most a foreign person. Yeah. Um, and in exchange for that, they're letting you inside of them. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. It just horrible. seems so awkward. I couldn't do it. I mean, I would be willing to give it a try. I don't think I could follow through with it, though. I think I would. I would just. I, I would, think I could I get into out. the library. I, I could get into the lobby, and like they roll the girls out, and then I would just get guilt overload. Oh, because you're such you're a like you're such a people pleaser. You like, oh, but you're, you're all just so beautiful. Um, I, I guess if I had to, you know what? One of y'all, y'all choose. Y'all pick one for me. You do it. No, I would buy all of them for an hour and then <laughs> and I, leave. And then I would get them in my car and take them to a nice lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you girls deserve so much better. Have you ever had Red Lobster before? Yeah. <laughs> They've got these things called biscuits. Yeah. Cheese biscuits. You can't have the lobster, though. You can get the, the popcorn shrimp. No, but what is the, like, the madam, what is her day like after she leaves the establishment? That does she get home to her husband? She's well, like, I wonder. Fucking Jackie called out, said her sores <laughs> on her twat again. You know what I mean? Like, what is there? Well, I wonder if she, if she's like if there's like a front of house manager and an operations manager. Oh, there's definitely an operations manager ordering more condoms, yeah. more lube. But still, I don't know if one is like the um the front of house that just does the customer service, and then it it would be weird if it, it, I mean I'm sure it is because it's a small mom and pop operation most of the time right but that that person that has to deal with customer service also has to go hey i've got come on the lower part of my back that i can't reach she's got to go <laughs> do the cleanup yeah and on top of that she's, a water hose in the room yeah like a on top of that she's got to deal with people asking for refunds for whatever ludicrous reason That's or what I was gonna say. bargaining yeah so can you, what is the argument there? Like a guy comes out, like I understand like if a, if a John goes in there and comes out and it's like, she stole money out of my wallet. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But what if you just roll out and be like, mm, you know, I, I want to do a Yelp review here, but you know, I want to, I want it to be positive, but that blowjob just wasn't really happening. You take $20 off that blowjob. Your three star could very easily go to a four star. <laughs> Like a, the Yelp flex that used and, to happen yeah, a few yeah. years and, and not to sound like a big deal, but I do have a couple hundred reviews under my belt. I'm kind of a, a big deal. I'm, I'm an area guide yeah. for whorehouses. I'm a, I'm a top reviewer for the Metroplex. Yeah, I want to see a behind. Why isn't there a reality show about massage parlors yet? There needs to be. There is. It's the Bunny Bunny. Oh, yeah. Bunny I forgot ranch, about that. The bunny, bunny House. The Bunny chicken, Ranch. Chicken Ranch. What is it? Something in... It's in Vegas, Vegas right? Yeah. Right outside of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Bunny Ranch. Yeah, I think it's like at 1102 West Juniper Road. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Somewhere in Vegas, yeah. right? Anyway, if you go, tell Candace to <laughs> said hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ask, for, ask for my room. But, like, yeah, well, that's those are also girls that have made it. I'm talking about Carrollton, Texas. Fucking. That's r- the place, dude. Right in the middle of the, you know what I'm talking about. The business district. Yeah. Right by, yeah. I, I, you could go jam weighing and get copies and business cards printed next door. And you can go get a trophy made. Yeah. Two, two, two of them down. I had a trophy made for work once. Right next to a massage parlor, probably. <laughs> and I was I saw a bunch of girls out, out in front smoking. And I was like, oh, yeah, those are over here. I forgot about that. It just smells like balls and, and perfume <laughs> in there. Cigarettes. I got to get out of there. Yeah, I got to go smoke. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, what is that? Hmm. I got. I'm gonna do some research for a couple of weeks worth and and figure this out. I'm not going. I'm not going to a whorehouse. I'm not. You can't go there saying I'm just. I mean, you can't I'm go here for there. Research? Yeah, you can't go there and They're say I'm just here for research. Yeah, I'm here to gather gather some information. But you know, there's definitely gonna be. I need to find out what the real life is. It's just I so like, interesting. I like. I like not knowing. I like to think in my head what it would be like. Because once you get in there, 
I mean, and you know, the people that have been before that you know, they always say the same thing. It's pretty simple, bro. You go in there, you fucking put it to her, and you know, or you pay, and then you put it to her, and then you come out, and then you uh, high five your bro. You go on and get a beer. Yeah, that's such a weird. Also, I don't know. Last question before we wrap this up. I just have to ask you this, knowing we're going down this this route. Have you ever been to a strip club by yourself? What kind of question is that? I'm asking you a question. What kind of fucking loser? Well, I guess if you're on a biz, if you're not on a business trip, what kind of fucking loser goes to a strip club by themselves? Exactly. That's my thoughts too. But how do you end up at a strip club by yourself? Because I, full disclosure, I'm not into strip clubs, and the only time I've been is with other people. Yeah. And I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. Turns out I go like every Friday night yeah. by myself and just sit there and stare. No, but like I think of it as a social. Ex- it's a social experience. It's not. I don't know because I could, I could, I could go to a. I think I have been, but I could go to a movie by myself, and I love going out to eat by myself. I can do both of those. Uh, movie things a little weird to me, but if it's a movie I really want to see and nobody else wants to go, I'm gonna go see it. Like, yeah, and and food, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, but the strip club but thing strip by yourself. Club. I that's mean, that's interesting. You think the girls know, like when they see the guy by themselves? We got like, an easy one. They're like, all right. Like, that's a whale, right? Like, all right. That's an easy two grand right now, right? Yeah. Or they're like, man, Janice went out with him last week. She never came back to work. Like, better watch out for old Steve over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to put her in a fucking ice chest. (laughs) I fucked up, man. What'd you do? I was supposed to, um, I was supposed to ask you more questions. That's one of the biggest uh, criticisms is I don't ask you enough questions. I'm a very inquisitive mind. And I think I ask a lot of good questions. And I'm you definitely sorry. ask a lot of questions. <laughs> I just want to get to know you more as do the people, Cody. Yeah, I think over the next couple of podcasts, we need to get back into um, how our friendship prog- progressed and, um, you know, the ups and downs and stuff like that. I think at least sprinkle it in here and there to get some kind of uh, standardization. Yeah. Well, you know, you know uh, we can always... Don't you dare say edit. We're not editing all kinds of crazy shit, man. You let this thing be. You let her be. You can always just sprinkle it in. Nobody would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, well, that's our promise to everybody out there. This one was more of us still trying to get a feel for what we're doing here, but next week we'll come back with a story or two. I feel like there wasn't I I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of pauses this time. I felt like it, it kept... No. It actually if kept l- it kept going pretty... It was pretty quick. If we're I, already where I, we're at. I you can't know? believe how long we've already been doing this. It doesn't feel like it at all. Uh, that shows that maybe one day we'll be good friends. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like, if time just flies while I look into those baby blue eyes, y'all should see. Anyway. No, you shouldn't because you don't know what he looks like. Because yeah. he's a mystery. He's an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Enigma here, my co-host. <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a dismount this time, right? Yeah, but we need to figure out a dismount. So, I guess until... Next time, walk straight. There you go. Tight buttholes. Uh, walk straight, tight buttholes. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. But uh, thank you guys so much. And please give us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>